For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Dear listeners, welcome to the Kodesh Family Church, Philadelphia, under the leadership of Bishop Dag Heward Mills. This denomination has grown with over several branches all over the world. We are excited to come your way with the anointed word of God, which has the power to heal, deliver and save you. Stay tuned as we receive God's word through his servant, Reverend Gilbert Fleischer. You can feel Christmas. How many of you can feel Christmas? All right. We thank the people who, you know, decorated. It's looking very unique. And um, it's Christmas. (laughs) Amen. All right. Let us pray. Close your eyes and just pray. Ask God to speak to you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Please be seated for a minute. Are there any visitors amongst us who is here for the first time? Never been here? Nobody? Okay. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 48. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 48. It says 48. It says, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. This is not a memory verse for the week. A memory verse is Hebrews 11, 11. We'll get to that in a minute. But I want us to say this verse together. Everyone, let's say it together. Matthew 5, 48. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Amen. So this scripture basically is encouraging us to be perfect. Uh, To have a spirit of excellence. You see. Now, when it comes to things to do with church and our work with God, I like your bow tie. It's very nice. <laughs> we often feel like when it comes to God, things should be ordinary. It doesn't matter. With God, half and half is okay. With God, you know, that's doing my best. Even what we call our best is really not our best. We just do something and hope that, you know, it's okay. We don't think too deeply in our things to do with God. But this scripture is showing us that God expects, these are the words of Jesus, actually, in red, that God expects excellence from us in all that we do. Do you see? Your church attendance, your work with him, everything that you do with God, he expects excellence. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father is in heaven, is perfect in everything. God is perfect in everything. God is never wrong. God is is never deficient. God is perfect all round. And the expectation is that 
we should be also perfect. Amen. You see, God, eh, the way we treat him sometimes, it's not nice. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. As we've come to church today, there are people who have probably been thinking, I know, thinking that, oh, it's going to snow. So church should be quick. We should leave home, we should leave church early. In fact, because of that, some people may not even come. And those of you watching by live stream, I'm talking to you. Put my face in the camera. Should I come closer? Yeah. It's okay. With God, it's okay. In, 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 your, in, in, in terms of God with you, it's okay. Do you see? But my question is, I was talking to Lady Pastor this morning as we were getting ready to come That What are the expectations at work? Will your boss at work, will he be fine with your boss and say, okay, today is snowing, so, you know, instead of coming at 8, I'll come at 9. And then I want to leave at 12 because there's going to be snow. No. With your boss, it is not okay. But with God, it is okay. That is not excellent. That is not perfection. So God wants us to deliver perfectly with him as we would deliver with anything else. No exception. In fact, God expects you to be, that's why the scripture says that, we should be instant in season and out of season. Meaning that when it's convenient and when it's not convenient, the output should always be the same. It's true. But when it comes to God, the output that we put out is always deficient. We do it at our convenience. I mean, tell me if I'm lying. <laughs> when it comes to God, the way we relate with him is always deficient. Always. And it's okay. You understand. But you don't say the same thing about your boss. But let me say to you that your, your, your God is more important than your boss. At the, 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 the take of a finger, God, you are, you are done. In fact, it's God's hand upon you that is keeping away all the flies. If God decides to do this for a minute, you will just be meat for flies. If you understand what I'm saying. So Jesus here is saying that we should be perfect even as our Father is perfect. Now, the context of this scripture, if you go up a little more, you see that Jesus was trying to arrive at a point. Okay? And then he said this in conclusion. But this verse actually refers to the holistic aspect of God, the, the holistic perfection of God, that we should be perfect. But in particular, it was in reference to something that made Jesus say this. If you go up a little bit, you will see what he says here. 
Now, I don't want to read so much of it, but let's look at it from verse 43. Look at verse 43. It says, Ye have heard that it had been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. That's a normal, regular human, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm telling you, even me as a pastor, my natural feeling is not to like people who don't like me. Yeah, why are you looking at me like I'm such a bad sinner? I feel just like you feel, but I fight it. That's a natural tendency. Don't, this is what this verse says. You have heard, it has been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. So your neighbor is a nice person, a person who is nice to you. And then don't like the person who is not nice to you. 44, go on. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Love your enemies. Love the one who does not even like you. In any case, in any case, a lot of times, people that you think don't like you in church, it's just a deception. How would the pastor not like you? How would the pastors not like you? How? It's not possible. Yeah. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despise Spitefully use you and persecute you. The opposite. Total opposite. Rather, do good to them that hate you. Do good. That is excellent. That is the, the, the perfection of God. That is how God is. You see, so these are the things that made Jesus as he was talking. Look, be perfect like your father in heaven. 45. So do all this, all right, what we've read so far, that ye may be the children of your father which is in heaven. Do all this. Love the people who don't love you. Love the people who hate you. Love the people who despisefully use you. Love the people who persecute you. Why? So that you may be children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh the Son, his Son, to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. I mean, this morning as it's raining, the rain is coming everywhere. As much as possible, isn't it? God is not making it rain on your, on your neighbor's house and not rain, or it rains only on you because you went to church today. And then your, your neighbor, your neighbor's house, it doesn't rain because he didn't go to church. God makes it rain on your house, not because you don't drink, but he made it rain 
in the one who lives two blocks away who drank on last night and is so terribly drunk that he cannot get out of bed today. God, God is not like that. And Jesus is saying that that is the perfection that we need to attain as his children. That is what makes us children of God. Amen. 46. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same. I mean, so, so in other words, there's really no profit. There's no uniqueness about loving people who love you. What makes you unique? And therefore, a child of God is the ability to be able to love people who don't like you. And let me tell you something. That ability is always going to be a challenge so long as we abide in this flesh. It's not easy for everyone. It's not easy for anyone. It is what we make ourselves do. You see, he said, I was listening to a message by Bishop Aidepo, and in the middle, somewhere, I think it was a pastor's conference, and Kenneth Copeland and Jerry Seville were there. So Jerry Seville started preaching. And Kenneth, uh, Bishop Aidepo, before he introduced Kenneth Copeland to preach, he was talking about how, this is this year, this um, pastor's conference last just June. And he was talking about how there's a book by Kenneth Copeland called The um, Steps to Excellency in Ministry. He says he has like over 12 copies. Everywhere he sees a book, he buys it and just reads it. <laughs> so what I heard, I also just ordered it. It's very cheap, a small booklet, but like three, less than $3 on Kindle. I just bought one and put it on my hand, started reading. That's why I'm talking about excellence this morning. Because that's what I fellowship with last night. I share with you what I learned. Do you get it? So, and he was talking about how he's had to read it over and over and over and over. And just so, listen, we need to be. So as I was, I'm saying to myself that if every one of us could develop that spirit of excellency, things would change. Yeah. Instead of a, like a physical sort of attitude. Eh? We are growing, but let's not grow. You get me? We are, we are an aging church. <laughs> That's the truth. But let us not age to the point that ministry is finished. Yeah, if you look at me, do, do I look like I'm trying to grow? No. no. Yeah, no, not at all. I'm not about to grow old. Yeah. Let's, let's not do things in a way that... It's, it's, it's sometimes the laid-back backwardness. Is that a good word? It's so too much. We've invited you for a Christmas party. It's been announced. Sister Sarah has been putting up. Nobody's responding. Do you get it? No, yeah, you are not responding. Ask your neighbor, have you responded? Even if people are responding, just a handful of people, few people. Do you get it? And instead, at that branches, listen, we've had to even, even shift the date even once, just because of one of the branches in the diocese were insisting they need to come. Smaller branches, they've all registered. You are not registering. 
<laughs> is it not amazing? Yeah. Occasionally, I feel like not coming to church. I feel like just taking off. Maybe we'd install Pastor Kobe as the official pastor of the church. Let him, yeah, he can do it. He preach, let me go out and have fun. I can preach. I will have, in fact, even if I start visiting the branches, every Sunday I can, I can visit every branch and just keep rotating every branch. Because sometimes I feel like I can't get through to you. Huh? How hard? This cell center thing, this cell center thing, it, you know, it, it's, we have it. We have, um, I have an impartation service with Reverend Justice Branch this Friday. I think I'll preach about the power of the assembly. You have no, you have no, you have no idea. You have no idea what is in church. If you had an idea what is in church, you'll be running to church. <laughs> you, will, you will be running to church. You will be the first to be at church. You won't like to leave church. And you'll be at the door. You see, David understood it. That's why he said, I'd rather be even a doorkeeper. I'd rather be a doorkeeper. I'll stay at the door like a watchman. That's, that's a good place to be. Yeah. Because things happen in church. That cannot happen anywhere else. It's only church. And you'll be amazed even what... I can't even start my, my series there, what I'm preaching on. I wanted to just share this so we just pray a little bit then. But it looks like it's becoming a whole sermon. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You don't understand. I heard Bishop Adelipo say this recently. He said, you can become outstanding as far as your understanding. Yeah, he rhymes like Kenneth Hagen. <laughs> Should I say it again? You can become outstanding, outstanding. When something is outstanding, it means that the thing is so unique and so perfected. It's, it's so, uh, it stands out. You see? And that is related to your level of understanding. You can only stand out when you have understanding. You see? And you must understand some of these things. A gathering. A gathering. A gathering. A gathering. Even once a year, gathering of saints to break bread. How often do we do it? I mean, the shepherds, we have our PFI, everything. But in terms of the church, we don't even break bread. There's something in there. Read Acts 4. It's unique. It's unique. So when you are being invited to just come, let us break bread. Why, why should we argue with you? Why should we describe it and give you diagrams and you know, divide the X, you know, and give you formula and, and Pythagoras theory and all kinds of Newton's law of motion and lack of inertia, inertia. I mean, Sarah, why? Just to explain to you that come for a party. Come for a party. 
You know, last week I was listening to Bishop Dark as he was preaching. He was preaching about the preparation of the gospel. And he was talking about how in ministry and life sometimes, a lot of things are even rehearsals. Rehearsals for the real thing. Eh? Just rehearsals. Sometimes your, your activities and what you are being even told, it's just a rehearsal for something. And you fail. You can't come for such a simple part. What, you, what probably you are, you are, you are, you are even, even um, trying to cut off your life is a greater invitation for even a bigger dinner. It's true. You can't. Same thing, some meetings, some meetings, some meetings, some meetings, some meetings, some meetings. There are people who still don't go for some meetings. And you are missing the point. You are missing the changing seasons. Listrombri kambangruha. Shakante lezu stipa. Rapaka. Changre elebrote. Understand the changing times. Understand the coverage that goes with the changing times. Flow in it and be under the protection. See the spirit of God. You don't understand. Simple instruction. You don't understand that even you're just going for cell meeting. You don't even know what is protecting you from. You don't know what is covering you from. You have no idea. That one too. That one too. That one too. We have to strive. Push you. Go for cell meeting. Go for cell meeting. Which cell meeting do you want? Which cell meeting do you belong to? Do this. Do this. You don't, you, you're not even getting it. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't understand this evening cell, cell meeting, it's something that, that, that even prophetically, we started working on it a year ahead of time. We didn't even know what we were doing. But we, we didn't know that God was leading us to even prepare and lay the foundation of, of, of an instruction which was coming just down the line. Yeah. It's not my idea that we should stop, we should stop having midweek service. It's, I didn't, it's, it's an instruction from up that stops midweek services and have some meetings. So by the time the instruction came, we had done about a year studying and laying the foundation for it. So we just, still people don't even go. Amen. God wants you to be perfect. God wants you to be perfect. God wants you to perfect what you do. Enough is enough of imperfection. Yes. It is not enough to do it. You must do it all the way. It is not enough to just do something. Like they say, what did I say? What did they say we should do? No, it's, it's more than that. You see? And that is why, are you listening? That is why even you are not profiting. That is why you are not profiting. Do you see? Anytime you do something halfway or partially, you will not profit. It is only when you give yourself holy, holy, giving yourself holy is perfection. 
Give thyself wholly to these things that thy profiting may appear to all. In other words, be perfect in what you are. Make, your, make up your mind that your church attendance will be perfect. Your cell group meeting will be perfect. Your tight pain will be perfect. Your everything will be perfect because that is how God is. God is a perfect God. And the expectation is that you ought to be perfect. Matthew 5, 48. Be perfect even as your father is perfect. Yeah. And you see that as you, as you do these things, you see that even, even your life, your life as you, as you strive to be perfect spiritually, you see that your life in every area also begins to fall into place. Yeah, you, you, you'll be one of the top workers in your place. When you are drawing lines, red lines, through names, they will always keep your name. You are too perfect. You are too perfect. They will find a way of even moving. Recently, not too long ago, there was a, there's a friend of mine, he's in our church. I don't want to mention his name. And they laid off everybody, including his boss. If I had started long ago, every now and a few months, they would lay off some people. Every now and then, they would, then a new company bought their company. They laid off everybody, and finally, including his boss. But they created a position for him. Yeah, moved him on. Yeah, because he's perfect. <laughs> he's consistent. Yeah, and you can even tell even his church attendance. Yeah. Everywhere he goes, his offense will always be in church. Never late. No excuses. Rain or shine. He's there. Is it not amazing? Yeah. So I'm saying that if you can catch this, if you can catch this, Stephanie, perfect ministry. Yeah. This is, I have a short slogan that I say to my wife. When I say, she says, I should stop being somewhere. But that's my goal. Yeah. I, I want to lay low and be perfect. Yeah. Don't be surprised if you don't see me around too much. Yesterday, there was a party for Sister Evelyn. I hear. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's appropriate. We must celebrate each other. Yeah. Thank you all for cooking. I know that various church members cooked and went and I sent my wife on my behalf. Come and see how the place is. It's good. It's a good thing. Amen. I hope you see how much you are loved. She's a very faithful member. She's been in the church for many years. That's how you should be. And welcome to the club. <laughs> the Hawaii Five-O Club. <laughs> That's how it should be. We're all going. Small, 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 small. We'll hit the... Hawaii 6-0, then Hawaii 7-0, Hawaii 8-0. You see, and those who are tired can go. But me, I want to go on Hawaii 9-0. Yeah. Is it not what the scripture says? I will satisfy you with long life. What is satisfaction? Satisfaction is the one who says, I'm okay. Let me go. Isn't it? Yeah. So, I'm watching Fred Price because that's why he's, I heard him say it many years ago. He says, when he's ready to go, he will gather his legs into the bed. They will gather, because now he can't even. They will gather his legs and then he will bless everyone and he'll be gone. There appears Jesus, I'm gone. Amen. Stand to your feet, let's pray for our hearts.
Stand to your feet, let's pray for our hearts. Stand to your feet, let's pray for our hearts. Lift up your voice right now. Begin to pray for your heart. Put your hand on your heart right now. And pray for your heart. Pray for your heart. Pray for your heart. A perfect 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 heart. Come on, speak to the Lord. Say, Lord, create in me a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart. Create in me a perfect heart. Let my heart toward you be perfect in everything that I do. Let it be your prayer. Lift up your voice right now. Everyone, everyone, Jesus. 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 Kapali Maraba. Mikoto Parianda. Mikorabadiada. Come on, lift up your voice on this cold winter-like Sunday. Lift up that voice and pray and say, Lord, let my heart be perfect towards you. Let my heart be perfect towards you. No more imperfection. No more imperfection. No more deficiencies. No more imperfections. No more def- I want to be perfect like my Father is in heaven. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray that prayer. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Makalaba. Rapayade. Siprotelebi. Mambrede. Rapayengedi. Gandolo. Shitapa. Nebro de Lebra. Mandele. Brekeba. Repele. Brando de Abandele. Perfect spirit. Perfect. Let it be found in us a perfect spirit. Let it be found in every one of us a perfect spirit. In service, a perfect spirit. In worship, a perfect spirit. Lord, in obey, in obeying, obedience, in a perfect spirit. Come on, pray, pray, pray that your life of obedience will be perfect, not partially perfect, not partially perfect. In the name of Jesus. Listen to me. These days when I'm praying, you know. For church, this is my heart's prayer. I tell the Lord, Lord, I want you to help me and anoint me. I believe in people laying hands on people and people falling and all that. You know me. I like oil. It's always oil in the pulpit. But I want to get to a place that when I I say something, I open the word and I share with you, there's a real impartation. That will change you. Yeah. Enough of hearing. When you are imparted, there's a difference in your life. You are changed. Something about you changes. Not just wishing I will change. But something about you changes. That brings tangible proofs that something has changed. That is what we're looking for. Put your hand on your heart one more. Jesus. 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 Come on, Ile Mabodariadada. Liston broke up alabaya. There is change. There is change. There is change. There's a great impartation. There is change. There is change. There is change. 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 Something is changing. Your heart is changing. Your heart is changing. Your heart is changing. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Katapalaba. Morobokotoporia. Rapa katapalia. Elebro kotolobo. Kalembro. Sobreka. Kadiba. Nochopo. Kandelebe. Eleba. Katipa. Rapa. Katiba. Alema, Sambre, Kapele, Kaleba, 
alaba lizo zombre ilaba kenono rapache kenongo kaleta siprete echopo angreda thank you lord thank you for change thank you for change thank you for a great impartation in jesus name amen please be seated one more time Be seated. Exodus chapter 12. The plagues. Exodus chapter 12 and verse 12. Do you remember the plagues on the Egyptians? So it says, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Verse 13. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. Do you remember the instruction of the blood? What they should do with the blood? On their doorposts, isn't it? Then he says, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Amen. Just a note on the side. God is not in the business of smiting people with evil. When you, when you listen to what Bible scholars, great teachers, our fathers have taught, you will see that it is a permissive sense. God permits. God will permit evil. He would. Depending on how we lead our lives. Amen. So don't ever say that God has smitten me with evil. God has not smitten us. God permits. It's just like you having a child and the child is trying to play around the gas or electric range that is hot, hot. And you are saying, don't touch it. Don't touch it. My son, don't touch it. And when you turn your back and your son touches then they start crying. Look at your, your arm, your hands, or his hand. And it's all red. And seared. Red. Bleeding. In fact, bends don't bleed easily. <laughs> In fact, the whiter they look, the more severe they bend. It means your skin is cooked. Is it your fault? You didn't cause it. Yeah. That's that sense. So, so long as we listen to God, we are out of evil, and the devil will not touch us. But more importantly, I want you to look at what the blood did here. Everybody say, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. So the blood, in this instance, God made it such that when the blood was in place, the blood, because of the blood, the plague passed without touching his people. And so is the blood of Jesus. 
when the blood of Jesus is applied, the blood answers it. And because of the blood, plagues that which the enemy intends, that which otherwise would have come over us, will pass over us. You know, this morning when I woke up, I personally felt like, like, you know, as we're get, getting ready to come to church, I personally felt like the, the blood should answer on behalf of people. I don't know whether it's one person or two people, or, but I felt it personally. And that is why I'm sharing this. I didn't have this even in mind. just came to me whilst I was preaching. So this morning, as we lift up the blood, see it as the blood. The blood. When the plague sees it, the plague will pass over you. The plague will not touch your house. The plague will not touch your, your, your family. The plague will not touch your children. The plague will not touch your job. The plague will not touch your business. The plague will not touch your health. The plague will not touch anything that is of you. When I see the blood. Now listen. Even if the plague has knocked on your door and is trying to touch, lift up the plague and say, because of the blood, plague, you got to move. You got to move. You got to move. You got to move. And the plague will pass over you. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for communion. The Bible says that on the night that Christ was betrayed, he took bread. Having blessed it, he said, take it. This is my body broken for you. Do this often in remembrance of me. Lord, as we take this bread, waver, we believe that it is your body. The body of Christ broken for us. Yes, Lord, I'll do it today. I will. And as we partake of it, we believe that everything that was on your broken body is ours. Is ours. Is ours. We believe it and we receive it. The Bible says also that he took the cup, having blessed it. The cup of blessing, having blessed it. He said, drink Take, drink this often in remembrance of me, my blood. The blood stands for the covenant. It stands for the covenant which covers us. It stands for the covenant that, that when the plague sees, they pass over us. As we partake of it, Lord, thank you that we experience in reality the blessings of the blood. The blood of Jesus. The blood of of Jesus. Thank you in Jesus name. That Father bless this element. Please distribute it. For me way back on Calvary the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power 
gives me strength from day to day it will never lose it's fine come on sing it it riches for it riches to the highest mountain come on and it flows and it flows blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power for it reaches to the highest and it flows through the lowest valley the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never Amen. Listen, some of us, especially those of us who come from Africa, we've seen things. Not that it doesn't happen in America. It does. It does. But in a very subtle way. If I think in this country is even more advanced, because it's done hidden and very intelligently that you don't see. But we've seen people do things at the fetish. They would take fowls, birds, goats, sheep, cut them, sprinkle the blood. And we've had relatives, I'm not saying you, I'm saying relatives, who have believed in it. And we fear them. Isn't it? Yeah. Because in the country where I come from, when you see things like that, maybe you're walking and you see it on the road, or somewhere on your path you take a detour don't want to even come near it so these are even blood of goats and birds but we are talking about the precious blood of Jesus the precious blood of Jesus very spiritual and anytime we take the communion we take the bread and we take the blood the wine and we bless it it symbolizes the blood the real blood when you go home tonight google play around the internet and look for a story it happened and you see and all these things they end up happening in the catholic church but i saw it recently i can put it on a platform 
maybe after church. My uncle from UK sent it to me. And they found wafer, right? That actually turned in the Catholic Church. It turned into flesh. Bloody flesh. They took it to the laboratory and analyzed it. There was a whole article and they could even tell from analysis that the cells that the thing became actually were cells of Asian origin with blood wafer <laughs> wafer that was kept somewhere I forgot the whole story but it was kept in a container in the Catholic church and it just became like that don't tell me this is not real don't tell me that this is not real this is real I'm instructed this morning lift it up put your cup down because you're going to need both hands hopefully you haven't taken the seal of the cup so it's not going to pour everyone lift it up and say this is the body of Christ says the real body of Christ I believe it that this body was broken for me by the stripes on this body I was healed and if I was healed then I am healed now and I walk in perfect health now lift, lift this body up and break it into two with your hand see the body of Christ broken break it eat the broken body Father, we thank you. Kala masopeke palabaya. Koromodi andadaba. Lift up the cup. Say, this is the blood of Jesus. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Say, this is blood. This is the blood. And if God is true, then this is real blood that I'm about to drink. Say, by this blood, I overcome my enemies. Listen, by this blood, your enemies today are being quenched. The enemies that gossip about you. The enemies that try to pull you down. If this is the blood of Jesus, those enemies are being quenched this morning. By this blood, witchcraft, arrows sent your way from your village is cancelled. By this blood, by this blood, distraction, distraction that the enemy is bringing your way is quenched by this blood. If this is the blood of Jesus, if this is the blood, unless it's not the blood, but if this is the blood, then evil forces, 
contend against you is quenched. I see fear. The spirit of fear running away from someone in flight and in terror, running away because of the blood. By this blood. By this blood. The blood. The blood. If you believe in the blood, drink the blood now. Lift up your hand. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank him. Jesus. 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 <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Kapele maraba. Kapele maraba. Kapele maraba. Kapele maraba. Kapele ramamama. Kapele ramamama. Le protipare. Shimpalema. Extension of life. I hear the word extension of life. Somebody just received extension of life. Nimoros. Kapelema ramakutedere. Echo mangadila kaba. Ramanika pole kima nimana. Kenamani kido kopo lemi heda. Kade lebre hendo koma dila. Chene mi rabade leme kikotopa liba. Meko robo kutapale made. Eno kuchale makina bada. Kale marabahi do kote. Meko tope fele braka piki baka bango dida. Le shepreke pakupaka delimia. Mikata pekelebia. Ramakata pakaba. Reche poko pokoto. Yeah, it will happen. It will not happen. That evil thought, it will not happen. It will not happen. Fear not. Chendolo. Kedo ramahima. Come on, lift up your hand one more time and thank God. Bless him. Honor him. Give him glory. Give him praise for what he has done. The miracles that he has performed in your life this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for a safe delivery of every pregnant woman in this church. Thank you for miracles. 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 Cancer cells are quenched. Thank you for miracles. Curses are removed. Familiar curses are removed. Familiar curses are somebody here. You were destined to go a certain way because of a curse in your family. But by this communion, it is quenched. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive your deliverance right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Kenala, Shipale, Repeta, Simbrede, Lustepa, Kayanga, Peliada, Peliaba, 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 Nechembre, Chebrekepa. Somebody's going to have a reversal of a verdict. Yes. 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 Shapalabaya. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The blood. The blood. It answered. Shimena. Thank you. In Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Come on, put your hands together for the mighty things that the Lord has done in our midst this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are here today and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or perhaps you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you know you backslidden, you're not where you ought to be. You are not where you ought to be. Your stand with God is not where it should be. Stand up right now. Stand up right now. I want to pray for you. Stand up. Stand up. Let me pray for you. Anybody here? You know your life is not where it ought to be with God. Stand up. And this refers to everyone. Even if you are in the back operating an instrument or equipment. Stand up. There's restoration. God will restore you now. Not tomorrow. Now. Not tomorrow. Now. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Let me pray for you. Be bold. Stand up. Kadele masupra kipaya kamanga delebre hinina namado ninire devrede lechita palaga delenga kabanga delenga baranga koto lishipiti para makifele breke magadele mene. You coming to me? Good. Anybody else? Join him. Now. Saprede, ketoda, chalima, rabade, nebrede, kenana, brandede, kisto, lecho. Don't come to me after church. It's different. It's different. It's different. Come now. Come now. What is the grace to connect is present. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Just join. Close your eyes. Don't look around. Just come up front quickly. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? I know there are people. There's a woman here. You are struggling. You are not where you ought to be. You know it. You know it. Everything you do is just superficial. <laughs> Short of knowing who you are, you're on my right side.